0: You know, you get these scripts sent to you, written by, again, like a middle-class white guy talking about the ends. And it's like, bro, just flinging colloquialism, left, right, center, that don't make sense. And you want me to come and make sense of it for you because I'm black? Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's lazy.
1: Hello and welcome to the Now Then Podcast. In this conversation, we talked to writer-director Kobe Adam. We discussed the power of short films, how he came to direct episodes of British crime drama series Top Boy, and his new venture into the commercial landscape. Now then, Kobe. Now then.
0: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, then.
1: Um, we usually just like get straight into it. So I guess we would just—I mean, it's your question, actually, Craig. Oh jump, yeah, yeah. First
2: jump, up. First jumping up. in. I mean, so. First question, you know, what were you rooting to film?
0: I think the the big turning point, which you wouldn't think it was, but the big turning point, one book I was reading was a book called Film Lighting, because I wanted to be a DOP. So initially, like, eventually I did loads of research and I found out about DOP and I was like, oh, that's sick. That's what I'm doing. So I read this book on film lighting. And Alan Davial, who was um, Spielberg's DOP on E.T., he quoted something in the book and he was like, the day you turn up to work and you're not scared anymore is the day you need to quit, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why would you be scared at work? But obviously it's that sort of vulnerabilities, that kind of thing that makes you who you are really, like you kind of tap into a, a, a resource that's inaccessible when your consciousness is active, do you get what I mean? And it's that that kind of makes you special and makes you the best, et cetera which I kind of understand now. Back then, I we was still clueless, but it sounded cool. So I put it on Twitter. So this was like 2011 or 12 or something, I forgot. So I tweeted it and I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then someone responded to me. So it was a Masters POV. So it was like a conference in LA, right? They responded to me saying, oh yeah, you know, Alan Daphiel's great or whatever. He's gonna be in, you know, at our um, conference. the you should come over. So like, what? And I just finished uni, and I was kind of, I went to Miami with my mates. You know, we blew all my money. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just threw it in the strip club, man. I was like, oh my god. So it was like, yeah, here I am, kind of like, oh, what am I doing in my life? Do you know what I mean? Like, do I just whatever? Um, and around this time, a lot of my friends, you know, parted my company in many different ways, and I was quite isolated. So I was like, oh, like, should I go to this? Like, I've never even been to America. Do you know, actually, apart from Miami, I've never even been anywhere else in America. Should I go? So I just said to my dad, like, yo, like, look, he goes, look, I've never seen you so serious about anything in your life. So I'll put half the money down. And I went, that's the craziest thing. So when I went there, I started meeting all these amazing DOPs, like uh, Robbie Greenberg. He shot all the three willies uh, I met um, uh, uh, Alan davia himself. Great films. Yeah, yeah, yeah all these <laughs> classic bloody films. So anyway, I met him and then I met the pivotal guy was Carl Walter Lindenlob. So he's a German DOP. He shot Narnia Prince Caspian, right? And he was like lighting this set in the studio and doing all of that. And I was just getting goosebumps. I was like, wow, what, someone gets paid to do this. Like, this is nuts. So obviously like he finished lighting the set and teaching us how to whatever. And then after that, he did a QA on like his life. And he was like, you know what? He's talking about FaceTime, how it saves his marriage. And you know, he leaves FaceTime on and wakes up in the morning working abroad so he can see his kids wake up and all just different things. And I'm like, wow, like, I don't wanna be in the ends no more. Like this is, I wanna do this. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't mind FaceTime in my family. Like, do you know what I mean? This is this is sick. So I went to speak to him afterwards. And obviously I'm this black guy with a British accent in LA. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else is like white American. So it's like, I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. So I'm just talking to everyone, using that to my advantage. And then he goes, Carl Walton Lindenlobe goes, no, I go to him, look, like I'm packing it all in in London. I don't need to be there. Like, what What do I do? Like, how do I get in? Like I'm ready to come to LA, etc. And then he was like, no, 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 listen, you are from London, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, London's the film hub of the entire Europe. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, London is literally the center of film and TV in Europe. I was like, okay, so what does that mean? He's like, yeah, just apply for film school in London. I was like, yeah, it sounds easy, but, <laughs> you know, well, it's not that simple, is it? He goes, well, yeah, cool. So I went back to my hotel room. I Googled film school in London. Guess what came up? London film school. I was like, all right. <laughs> there you go. So I was like, I didn't even know what film school was. I didn't know anything. And yeah, man, I just applied on a whim. I was working in Vodafone part-time these times. I was doing the application at work. Every, all my colleagues just looking at my application form, like, oh, film school. Like, and it cut a long story short, I got in. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's when the real stories of film started because before that, I didn't know what directing was. I still really even know what DOP was. I thought it was just someone that shoots stuff. But then I got to film school and then it all kicked off.
1: And then, did that from, from then going to film school, you found that beneficial? And it kind of did it. Definitely. Did it kind of just like narrow your vision to what you're doing? Definitely. Because you write everything as well, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, not everything. So, I haven't in TV. So, every haircut, house girls, so all my films, I've written myself. Yeah. But when I started TV, I haven't written any of that. Yeah. But moving forward, whatever I work on, the majority of it, I'll be writing myself. Yeah. Features, TV shows. And we'll get onto that later anyway. Got a few things happening but um yeah film school literally like i i always say to people you can you don't have to go if you don't want i'm not saying you have to go to film school but i feel like it saved me about 10 years do you get me like i did like the one i started nuts and crosses i was 28 like do you yeah. get what i mean like yeah. it's, and when i'm on set like I, I know what i'm doing i don't second guess myself you know like i'm the process of making a film Is i could do it with my eyes closed not about that anymore do you know what i mean it's about taking risks and you know, what more you can get outside of the, you know, formality of making a film. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? It's sort of like trying things, being bold and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Do you get me? So but, it
1: kind of just like gave you the confidence yes. in a way. Yeah. Yes. It like, was already inside you.
0: Exactly. But yeah. then it clarified it because confidence is one thing, but you can embarrass yourself with confidence as well if you, if, it's not, if it's not honed. Do you get what I mean? Like you said, if it's not narrow, if it's not centered, and I feel like that's what film school did. He gave me knowledge so I could be confident again. Do you get what I mean? I could just be myself on set. Like, honestly, there'll be a setup. I can be on my phone, you can say what you like, you can say I'm lazy, you can call it what you want, but the job gets done. I finish my days early quite a lot so my crew love me. Do you get what I mean? Like, on lots and Crosses season two, there was a scene that I shot in one shot, literally. So we had what? 12 hours and we finished the day in six. Like, trust me, like, how can how can people not like you? You know what I'm saying, to you. Mm. So I think, yeah, man, like, I think film school is a game changer, honestly, and especially London Film School because the type of film school it is, is very filmmaker-esque. Like, it's not, don't get me wrong, like, NFCS is a brilliant film school. Like, it just pumps out top talent every year of fell. but I feel like it almost pumps out top talent to, like, work. Do you get what I mean? Whereas London Film School, they teach you how to shoot on 35 mil film as well. You have to be very uh decisive. You feel me? It's not like an Alexa where you could just wipe the card and or get another card and just keep going through cards. Like like film stock is not cheap. Yeah. You get what? And then to go and develop it afterwards. So it again that even adds to why LFS is so brilliant because I think they did that on purpose because it's about that sort of specificity of how you tell stories and I feel like that's where your voice comes out you get what I mean? Where you, you're, you're making decisions for a reason as opposed to just making loads of decisions. you get what yeah. I mean?
1: As opposed to just coverage. Yes. Just like, let's just shoot the shit out of this. Oh, which like... is what
0: TV is. Oh my God. That's exec's yeah. favorite word. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: So then, f- from then, I guess like how, how because you're doing your short films and mm-hmm. I, we will talk about them in a bit, but I kind of wanted to go straight like, into like, how did then Top Boy come about?
0: Oh, you know what? That's an interesting story because uh, trivia. Right? Like I'm a hustler, I'm, I'm listen, honestly, like I'm, I, I've always, again, like w- when you're from where I'm from, you have to make, you have to use your mind and do things, do you know what I mean? You can't sit still waiting for things to come your way. It's just never gonna happen, do you get what I mean? Like, unfortunately, like we weren't born with, do you know what I mean? In, in an environment that, you know, anybody cares about, to be honest with you, do you get what I mean? So it's kind of like, you, to survive alone, you have to you be about your wits. And I feel like that's turned into a blessing. Do you get what I mean? Because now that I'm not, when you don't use those skills for survival and you use it for excellence, they honestly you change your life. So what I did was I started guessing people's email addresses. Yeah, I guessed email addresses. So what I did was when I was making, yeah, when I was making Haircut, right? I was on a rough cut and the lead in Haircut, well, one of the leads in haircuts Malcolm Camilletti, who was one of the leads in Top Boy on Channel 4, right? But he didn't come back for the Netflix season. So I've sent a rough cut to Ali and Charles, the execs on Top Boy, right? Cause I get, I went on, on um. so I'm gonna share the trick on this podcast, yeah, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> I've never it. shared this anywhere yeah. else, like the process. <laughs> this is the process. So what I do is I go on like the website and then the most important people, usually their email address is hidden, but all you gotta do is look at the email address available and then just find out the name kind of thing and just keep trying it till it stops bouncing back if you know what I mean? So it's like, let's say the assistant is like C dot whatever. So you know the format, just get the name and have the same format, you know what I mean? And honestly, I guess Ali and Charles and Ali Flynn, honestly, what a wonderful man that guy is. Like he's an amazing man. He got back to me, he emailed me back. He's like, well, good to see Malcolm acting again, et cetera, et cetera. And then, yeah, so that's one thing. So he just said, no, what I emailed him is, oh, I want to direct an episode of Top Boy. That was actually what I said. So you approached them? Yes. So I mean yeah, uh, we'll see how it how you can make up you can make up your mind how it happened yeah. after I laid the facts <laughs> down. So I was like, I just said to him, Oh, I want to direct an episode of Top Boy, etc. So he said, um, he responded and he was like, Oh yeah, look, we've already got our directors because you know they had amazing directors like Rinaldo, Marcus Green, Nia the Costa, Brady Hood, all of that. So I was like, Yeah, but you know, there might be an opportunity that you might be interested in. I'm, I'm traveling. When I get back, I'll give you a call. I was like, Okay, cool. He got back and gave me a call. I was like, wow. what, the Top Boy exec is calling my phone? I was like, cool. So I'm speaking to him. And then he told me about the Top Boy shadowing scheme, the Netflix shadowing scheme, right? So anyway, he told me about that. And then that was that. I finished Haircut. And Haircut did what it did, you know, all of that stuff. And then I got my agent, an independent talent. Um, uh, and then my agent called me one day and said, oh, yeah, you know, Top Boy, want you want you to come in and meet Brady Hood to see if you want to shadow him. On the thing, I was like, okay, yeah, cool. So I went, yeah, cut a long story short. Then I started shadowing. Um, I was shadowing for about three weeks, four weeks. And then I got the nooks and crosses job. So it was, literally it was crazy. I was meant to be doing that for three months, I think. I think it was like a three, four month kind of shadowing scheme where I was supposed to learn everything. But then I got a job straight away. I was like, well... <laughs> See <laughs> right. I just no, no, not, not see yeah. it, was, it, it was more sort of like, look, this this is an amazing opportunity where I'm at now, but you know, no one can turn down a TV job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it just wouldn't make sense. And I'm just that type of guy, throw me in the deep end, I'm swimming, do you know what I mean? There's no way I'm sinking, do you know what I mean? So it was like that opportunity, I just had to jump at it. But that's, so anyway, cut, let me fast forward now. So I've done looks and Crosses season one, and stay in touch with the execs and then they you know they ask to see my episodes and stuff they watch it and then the conversation keeps going etc etc and it's like yeah man we wanted to do some episode the next one I was like oh yeah cool, because the shadowing scheme anyway was was built for that it was almost like oh yeah we want to find the next directors for the next season or whatever so yeah man they just said yeah we wanted to do it and
1: that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's when, amazing. When when you're saying, because like I, I've never shadowed.
2: Just gonna make a quick note to myself. Emails, <laughs> <laughs> emails get switched. Email I mean,
0: it's great. <laughs> should I tell you? Wait. Should I tell you who else's email address? Shh, I do tell me secretly after. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, go, on, go on, I'll, I'll see some nuggets then. Go on. <laughs> I was I
1: was gonna say like because um, lo- I've never shadowed anyone. Sure. Especially on TV or anything like that. But what does, what does it actually entail? Are you literally mm. with them the whole time on set, or is it like a pre production, mm. production? Is it kind of like the mm. whole process of it?
0: Yes. And and it's, it's not the whole thing, it's like um, weeks in different departments, if you know what I mean. But then the word shadowing is literally what it is. Like you're not actually there to make tea or anything, you're literally just there to shadow. Do you know what I mean? If you want, it, it just depends on how you coin the relationship with the director as well. Brady Hood, again, is like such a brilliant director. But I'm mad humble do you know what I mean I think because we're quite similar in aid as well you know what I mean he was like showing me a lot of respect I think do you know what I mean he was kind of like well you clearly know what you're doing but I was like mate if you need tea ask me do you know what I mean like if I don't want to just be sitting around anyway because that's boring do you know what I mean yeah. and then you'll be shooting in this tight living room in Stratford and I'm like you know what do you need me here? It's like oh, I'm going home. Then Do you know what I'm saying to you. So it's, it's really loose. It's just it's really just about how much you want to learn at the end of the day, and I think that's what it's there for. And I think it's brilliant to be honest with you. It's like it's insight that it's almost like seeing it happen without the pressure on your neck. You know. And to be honest, I only needed a day in that space, and I had three weeks. Do you get what I mean? So by the time I jumped into nupts and crosses, it wasn't a shock entirely. You know, like prep for example, like pre-production. When you start, the script changes after you get the shooting script, and you have this blue script, green script, pink script, and this. So every time you make an amendment, the, do you know what I mean? The color changes. At first, I was like, "What? Why?" Do you know what I mean? But then now I know it. When I started notes and crosses, it wasn't like it wasn't the same thing.
1: Sick,
2: amazing.
0: It is mate. I mean, it's, it's nice a, to get it's get a world, chat about It's, this. it's
1: a world yeah. we don't understand because. Mm. I fully understand because we're coming from music videos and commercials. So it's like, it's so interesting to, to hear. Um,
2: Which is, you know, what brings you here today because actually, you know, you're interested in, you're coming the other way around, you know, we're trying to get to the holy grail of TV and film and you're there trying to get, you know, approaching commercials. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you doing? Mate? <laughs> Do
0: you know how many times I've heard that? Everyone's like, hey! Go back this way. Where are you going? Yeah, hell, turn around and get the fuck back that way. Get over there. But I don't know, man. You know, for me, I don't want to just do commercials. Me. I want, I want to do specific types. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I actually just want. I'm a storyteller. That's what I am. I tell a story in any way, shape, or form. You feel me? If you give me paint and a and a canvas, I'll find a way to. See. It will probably be a, a crap painting. Which you know what I mean? <laughs> but there'll be a story in there because like my brain is is almost wired to the principles and science of storytelling. Do you get what I mean? So for me, as long as I get that opportunity to tell a story according to a a, a purpose and something important, do you know what I mean? I always do, like whatever it is, but fil- I'm a filmmaker. You know, I started off making film and TV kind of just came into the equation like how I just explained it. But now I'm more, I'm a filmmaker. I'm, I'm focusing on film and yeah that
2: what the kind of next question is, you know, what kind of stories do you want to tell in the kind of commercial landscape? But I think like you said, you just kind
0: of, the narrative's kind of driven pieces that, the, you know, the kind of scripts that mean something. Just things that touch people, things that, you know, things that will, will help the world, like things that, for example, um, uh, Andrew at Unit 9 sent me a reference. I think it was a Macmillan commercial, right? I almost cried. Genuinely, my mom died of cancer as well. Like around the time when I when I made haircut, actually, my mom was on set. I shot that Feb 2018. She done the catering, you know, all of that. By July, she was dead. Like, and she it was pancreatic cancer. You know, like, I don't know if you know about pancreatic, but it's vicious. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just literally just takes you out. And we didn't, you know, it started the year and we didn't know she even whatever. She got diagnosed in April, right? By July, she was gone. So obviously, when I watched that. Like it just, do you get me? It's like, it's like, but what, what I love about that commercial wasn't that it wasn't showing how oh, cancer horrible and da-da-da. it was showing those tender, beautiful moments of light you can still get despite being in that dark place. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, wow, you know, to be able to do that, man, in like what, 60 seconds or whatever long it is, it's like, I need to do that. Like, that's what I need to do. Do you know what I mean? Like the, I'm cry <laughs> often... And I was on the, I was on the, I was on the ropes, man. I was on the ropes. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'd want to do, and I wouldn't want to just do anything. Do you get what I mean? Like I, I've you know I've this is not to boast or sound arrogant, but in in all mediums I've turned down probably ninety percent of, of work in my professional career. Do you know what I mean? Including TV shows, films, commercials, you name it. Do you know what I mean? Like I've said no a lot because I haven't been through what I've been through in life. And acquired this, you know, this this blessing to just use it for anything. Do you get what I mean? Like it's, it's nonsense. And and again, I'm a Christian as well. Like I'm a man of God. Like I got baptized recently as well. Do you know what I'm saying to you? So with me, if it doesn't glorify God, I'm not doing it. Like I'd rather be broke. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not here for money. I'm not here to play that game. Like it's boring to me. Everyone else does it. Do you know what I mean? So for me, I need to be here for God. Do you know what I'm saying to you? There needs to be soldiers of of of, of Christ doing this job as well. Do you get what I'm saying to you? It's not, do you get what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, you're staying true to
0: yourself. That's it.
1: You know, because it can be so, especially like, you know, we've been in in situations where you're, there's no work coming in. Yeah. You know, especially when it was coming back from COVID and things. And I I actually thought, shit, I'm never going to, how am I going to work again? And you do have the moments of like, I'll take anything, like give me anything. And I do remember being a lot more like that um, when I was younger as well. I was just like, yeah, 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 I'll shoot anything. And then now when I look back at my old work, it's like, um, it's kind of all over the place. And it's only now really honing in to what I I really want to do. And now being in a position to be like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Um, So I think to get that so like, Mm before you've even sure. really stepping into commercials is such a strong position sure. to be in, because
0: you know your voice. No, exactly, exactly. You got to bang on. I think that at the end of the day, look, this isn't like, for example, I respect you, do you know what I'm saying to you? I respect the paths you've chosen to take and clearly it's working out, do you know what I'm saying to you? It's worked out and it will continue to work out. It's just for me, again, like, I think it's because you, when you start with so little on the plate, do you know what I'm saying to you? It's like, you don't really like, the, the, the scenarios I've been in, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not not every Tom, Dick, and Harry goes through those things. Do you get what I mean? So it's like, there's not a lot you can dangle over my like, do you know, Like, for example, during lockdown, I was the same. You know, I blew all my money from Nooks <laughs> and Crosses. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was just living in the Vida Low Car, I was going to Jamaica, I booked it the day before and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I was just living my life. But then lockdown came and I was actually meant to start Top Boy in April. But lockdown happened, so it's like, oh, snap. I don't even know if Top Boy is happening anymore. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, snap. I oh, my money's out. You're looking at your account. You're getting nightmares. It's like a horror movie. But, you know, in that time, it's kind of like when lockdown's easing up, you start getting, like, different offers. And it's like, that's when I really, I just will never. Do you know what I mean? Like, I actually, I've been broke before. Like, actually, there's a period of my life where I should probably clarify. So when I finished film school, that was two end of two thousand sixteen slash start of two thousand seventeen. I, I was working full time, right, when I was in my final bit of film school at uh, Netaporte. You know, like the sports, like expensive clothes online and stuff. I was doing customer service, I hated it, right. But I quit the job because I was kind of like, look, I'm a filmmaker. Do you know, what I mean, like I've the course fees at the London film schools, like. Back then it was like 50 something grand. Do you know what I'm saying to you? And somehow God bless me with like funding left, right, center to pay it off. So I need to utilize it. I'm not going to sit here responding to people buying 14,000 thousand pound Valentino clutch bags. Do you know what I'm saying to you? It's like five of that can make me a short film. So I just quit the job. And actually I was broke. Like I was actually really, bro- when I say I was bro- broke, I fell out of my mom as well. Like, so I went to go stay with my older sister. And I was sleeping on a block bed for a good year. And after that, she got sick. Well, she didn't get sick of me, but you know, her life was progressing. So I went to go stay with my dad on his couch. Do you get what? so for a good year and a half I was couch surfing. Do you get what I'm saying to you? I was I didn't have money. I was I was actually quite depressed as well to get me and all of that. But it's like that's the risk I got. I'm not gonna work at the airport, a eh? metaphor just to what to, for what to what to boost my ego. Like I'd rather just submit myself to God, and I think that's what it was. And actually, funny enough, in that year, that's when I found God the way I know him now, because I finished the Bible. I finished the Bible back to front, do you get what I'm saying? And and actually, I started to realize that, wait, before that, I thought I was the best thing since sliced bread, do you know what I'm saying to you? I thought I was sick, and then it's like, God just took all of that away, right? Everything, I was driving the one series those time I got towed away, do you know what I mean? Because of something or another. And like letters coming through my, my litter box all the time. I was really stressed out. Like most people would cave in. But something just kept telling me like, this is just a test. This is just a season. Do you get what I mean? And lo and behold, that's exactly what it was. You feel me? So I was just literally just going through it, going through it. And, and yeah, man, because that was my basis, because I found that happiness and that peace before anything, before haircut, do you get what I mean? when that's the foundation of my life, let alone my career, I, I'm never going to accept just anything. That's ridiculous. Uh, like I've, I've lived on zero for a year and a half. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know how many people have done that. Yeah. So yeah, man.
1: Sick. Can I Get <sighs> <I stay> <laughs> journey Because the thing is all that you can use. He's a joker. oh, damn. I'm touched. Well, you can yeah.
0: you can use all that then, yeah. can't you
1: now? Yeah, no, so I you do. filmmaking.
0: Yeah. I do, I do. That's my field, do you know what I mean? And that's why, you know, again, like for example, when's the last time I've been on set? 2021, August. So it's been over a year now, do you know what I mean? I'm not, psh, you get it? Like I'm not fussed at all, honestly speaking, man. Like there's a lot of things happening. You feel me? Like there's things that, for example, also I started a production company. Do you know what I mean? We, we um, did a, a little project with, with Sky. They gave us 125 grand to commission five black writer directors all five of them are flying. Do you know what I mean? They all signed to, two of them are signed to CAA. That's the biggest agency in the world. Uh, Somebody else is signed to independent talent. In fact, two people signed to independent talent. And then the last person signed to Curtis Brown. Yeah. She's shadowing Ratman right now on Supercell. She's from Thamesmead. She's from my area as well. She's 25 year old. She's 23 when she was shooting her film. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just like, how can I, I I'm not fussed. Like at the end of the day, one thing I've got on my, on my side it's God. I can't. I, I trust and believe in God so much, right? And he shows himself every single last time without fail. Like there's never a time God's failed me, not once. Even when I say I'm going to start a production company and exec fire shoots and then you bring Sky along. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, how does,
2: these things don't happen. Like it just doesn't. It's nice that you kind of, you know, giving other people opportunities as
0: well, just giving back like that's massive. I love people man I'm from a community again do you know what I mean like I'm, I'm that the where I'm from is all about because that's all we had all we had was each other at the end of the day do you know what I mean like with a lack of resources when you rely on each other that's that's how we learned to survive do you get what I'm saying to you so why not do it again in excellence. Mm. Going back to
2: your work and haircut which you know I watched last night and I had spaghetti <laughs> new chicken spaghetti on my lap and I didn't press play and then before Did you knew it? i not even uh, hearing it. the you know, <laughs> yeah. all
0: that, the way to. That is the best compliment on that film I've <laughs> ever had. <laughs> Honestly, that is a brilliant compliment. It's a great film. I, I appreciate. You were, it. you were on the edge,
2: I you? I really enjoyed it. Really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Wow. Mate. And I guess, I guess, the question for me is like, you know, how much of yourself do you put into your films? Like, oh. you know, do you take a, a, a lot of like your upbringing and background,
0: and you know, how much of that goes into your projects? um how much i don't i don't know how how i can quantify it but what i can say is that again it is all through my perspective do you know what i mean like i, I the w- storytelling for me isn't to tell people what i think is to is to is to explore do you get what i mean It's to explore and conclude why i'm exploring this do you get what I, for example if you ask me why did i make a haircut i made a haircut because while i was At film school, I used to get the train into Charing Cross and then walk to Covent Garden to my film school Monday to Friday for two years. So you pick up the Metro, right? I promise you, nine times out of ten, on one of the pages in the Metro, you're going to see a black guy with a bruise, right, Uh, on his eye or five black guys or it's always just black guys, you know, with a mugshot, do you know what I mean? And then being demonised, do you get what I mean? But in these times, like I said, some of my friends went to jail, do you get what I'm saying to you? And I know they're not demons, do you get what I mean? And it's always circumstantial, do you know what I mean? It's always down to you where you're at, it's down to who you're around, it's down to what you have access to, you don't have access to, all of that. And let's call a spade a spade. If you grow up in South London, do you get what I'm saying to you? You're around it. So the reality of the matter is the likelihood of you getting involved in something like that, whether you want to or not, is significantly higher than if you come from, I don't know, anywhere, anywhere else, right? Not anywhere else. There's loads of other areas, but you get the point that I'm making. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was kind of like, no, nah, nah, I, I do actually have a problem with that. So how do I fix it? Do you get what I mean? And all I got to do is I'm not going to say these people aren't demons. Why don't I just show you the full the full picture? I'll show you the bigger picture. Do you get what I mean? And you can choose if they're still demons. If you still think they're demons, then that's between you and God. Do you get what I mean? But now you've seen all the information, right? What, what's your verdict? You don't even need to tell me. That's again, it's between you and God. So that's 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 where my sort of I feel that's where the spirit of my films come from. Is the the reason why I'm making the film, if you know what I mean. Mm. And also, God, everything I make, everything I make has to glorify God, definitely. And I'm not I'm not shoving my faith down anybody's throats, right? Because let's say for example, there's like a demonic film, right? They don't call it the demonic film. Do you know what I'm saying to you? It's just whatever. And then it just sort of subconsciously you know what I mean, does what it needs to do. Likewise, do you know what I'm saying? So I'm doing the same for the kingdom of God, do you know what I mean? Like every narrative, it doesn't mean that oh, I'm not gonna have sex and violence and whatever in my film. That's ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Like the world is the world at the end of the day. I didn't create it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It is what it is. But guess what? You can't glorify God without showing adversity. You can't glorify God without showing the depth of despair, do you know what I mean? Like you can't, do you know what I mean? You have to go in the deep darkness to come back up to light and you're like, oh, you can breathe again. Do you get what I mean? So I guess, I don't know if I've answered your question, but I feel like because that's me as a person, do you get what I mean? I've been through it. Like I said, like again, like like I told you, I lost my mum. In fact, when things picked up for me and yeah, okay, cool. I'm starting to make money now and people care about what I'm doing. My mum died. So she's never seen me the way I am. She's never seen the things she's been praying for me for and supporting me for and, been excited for me for as soon as it, actually, it happened she died that's despair like that is despair I'll be honest with you I'm still grieving today. that was 2018 do you get what I mean so is that's it man it's just about I'm a transparent person and and, and I, my films have to be the same do you know what I'm saying to you otherwise what am I on earth for do you get what I mean is life is all about giving testimonies like we all go through good and bad things so other people can hear that And it helps them in one way or another, you know?
2: It's interesting. I think depending on where you come from can really steer your kind of like tone of voice, you know, in terms of what you're projecting and what you want to speak about.
0: You know what, when I was at film school, I remember having an epiphany thinking, wait, like how many people from like ENDS have been to film school? And I could honestly say at that time, none. Like, none. Like, nobody knows what film school is. Do you get what I mean? I didn't know what film school was until Carl Walton <laughs> Lindenlobe in LA told me, hey, look for a film school in London. Do you get what I mean? I didn't even know there film schools. Like, there's a whole school to teach you how to make films. Like, do you get me? So I feel like I remember thinking that, like, wow. Like, wow. And I'm thinking, well, that just means that I've now found a bit of a niche in the sense that, because look, you either get, you know, Uh, uh, and I'm making general statements here, do you know what I mean? So whoever, I'm not trying to offend nobody. This is just my opinion, but you usually get people who aren't from somewhere trying to make that film because it sounds interesting. They probably know how to make a film, but they don't really know the nuances of this world, if you know what I mean. Or you have the people who know the nuances of that world without the training. Do you get what I mean? And Mm -hmm. by God, super abundant grace. I'm sitting there with that Crossover, I'm thinking, whoa, do you know what I mean? And I remember feeling so excited by it and all of that kind of plays a part in how I, I, you know, sort of approach my work. Do you know what I mean? Knowing that, I know like when you watch Haircut, for example, like it's all, is full of nuances. And I think that that's probably why people would enjoy it so much because you feel like you're actually in that barbershop. Do you know what I'm saying to you? It's like in the way the banter is, the type of people that are there, there's the Nigerian guy, there's the Jamaican barber, do you know what I mean? Who's uh uh um nephews, half Nigerian, do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So you have that multicultural community in there that I know so well, do you get what I mean? And then also when the police come in, it's just it. Like no one's snitching. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You're you're in the hood, like at the end of the day, like you know, the, the police you aren't especially back then and early, early on, do you know what I mean? There were wrongings, you know what I'm saying to you? There's some policemen that you know, don't believe, they don't deserve to be policemen. Do you know what I mean? They almost get a kick out of bullying young black boys. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's so weird, but you know, it's, that's it for me. It's about being able to, uh, what's the word? Being able to, to get all those nuances in to uh, uh, an archetype that already exists. Right, so everybody can watch it. Like, honestly, I got a DM from someone in Germany saying, "Look, I don't have a clue what was said in this film, but what a film!" (laughs) And And I was like, "What? Like, so how did you enjoy it? Do you know what I mean?" Was like, "What a film!" And I think that's what cinema is all about—is about the fact that there's a a Bible quote: "There's nothing new under the sun," like nothing. You can think you've just come out of this new, brilliant, innovative, genius thing that no one's done before, like. It's been done before, do you know what I mean? You read, have you seen read Save the Cat? Oh, no, I haven't read it. No, no, oh, You should search. check it out. It's, it's a brilliant <laughs> book on screen. Sorry, it's right? been time to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, a down to earth book on script writing, not the, ooh, you know, whatever. It's more, how do you sell your script and, you know, how do you package it? And it says, give me the same thing, but different, right? So it was like, okay, if I'm making this film, this could be, I don't know. So I'm making the feature film, right? And I see as the UK Goodfellas. Sick. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Because, (laughs) you know, where I grew up, so he eats that, for example, he's Nigerian. 90% of my friends are all Nigerian. I'm from Ghana. Do you know what I'm saying to you? But in Goodfellas, Henry Hill is Irish around Italian gangsters in Brooklyn. Do you know what I'm saying to you? And ours is just based in Me. So it's literally the same flipping story. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, we're about to make this film with real life experiences. Like you can't make this stuff up. But then Blood Diamond, for example, in Sierra Leone, right? The director is, is To be fair, I don't even know who directed it, but I know he's not Sierra Leonean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah exactly. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like it's like then what you then have is almost like, you know, uh, a Western perspective on something that happened to people. I want to know how they feel, yeah. Not how you what you think about it. Do you get what I'm saying? So I feel like,
1: I feel like only just now that that's, that movement's pushing. Like mm-hmm.
0: it's more like mm-hmm. if they've got the
1: story now, they're mm-hmm. not. They're looking for the director who who can really tell that story and experience mm-hmm. it in a way mm-hmm. and understand it. And I kind of like that they're, they're throwing that out more because mm-hmm. it wasn't like that before.
0: Sure, you it know? wasn't. But I feel like it's a bit. Of, it's a bit. It's a bit reactive though for me. If you want me to be honest, I don't. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel organic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like ninety percent of these companies just tick boxes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh yeah. The lead's woman, let's get a woman. You know, can we go a bit further than that? Do you know what I'm saying to yeah. you? It's like, yeah, cool. That's the first step. Do you know what I mean? Like now, why else are we going forward? Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't cut, for example, what I hate is when people sort of like, oh, I want to have a meeting. Then the first thing they start talking about is council estates. The meeting's not lasting. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not here to realize your your council estate fantasies. Are you crazy or something? Like, And then it's like, you know, you get these scripts sent to you written by, again, like a middle-class white guy talking about the ends. And it's like, bro, just flinging colloquialism left, right, center, that don't make sense. And you want me to come and make sense of it for you because I'm black. Like, it's it's, it's just, it's lazy. Do you know what I mean? It's just reactive. You're not, you're not, do you get what I mean? It's like, you don't understand it, but so why do you want to make it? Yeah. And then you're going to come and pull me in to make sense of it. So you're basically using me as some sort of donkey to to realize your, your 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 fantasies, man. It's so weird, man. I've I've been through that so many times. And this is I'm just over it, honestly. It's just it's just please. But and it, then again, look, I said this to myself recently. He's just filming TV, man. Do you know what I mean? You got, I can't get so so flipping head up about it. People could do what they want at the end of the day, I just have to do my bit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not complain, you know.
1: I want to get on to like um advice, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you've. Mm -hmm. what advice would you say to someone now Mm -hmm. who's coming up?
0: Look, the biggest advice I'll give to myself, right, is don't listen to nobody unless you agree with them, man. It doesn't even matter if they're right. Do you know what I'm saying? So eventually you're going to learn that they were right and then use that for the next time. Do you know what I'm saying to you? But the only way you're going to have a strong voice, right, is by sticking to your gut, man. Do you know what I mean? Like I even have a Bible quote for that. It says, great is he that's in you then he's of the world. Like, it's in the Bible. Do you get what I'm saying to you? It's like, it doesn't matter who is saying this thing to you. If you don't agree, stick to your gut. Like, you're always, you're always going to benefit more from that. Do you see what I'm saying to you? By listening to somebody just because they're, I don't know, Scorsese. By the way, I'd probably listen to it 80% of what he says. But <laughs> but the, the, the point that I'm making is that I've, I, I believe things happen for me so quickly and so early is because I'm just never getting pushed over, man. I'm just not interested in that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that in some arrogant, aggressive fashion. It's like I'm just not built like like that. Do you know what I'm saying to you? It's like I'm not, I, and I feel like your your voice can only be achieved when you trust yourself. It's all based on trust. And also, if you don't trust yourself, you're not trusting nobody else. Do you get what I mean? Like the first relationship you have in this life is with yourself. Do you know what I'm saying to you? It's like you can never, you should never lie to yourself right? Never lower your own value. Do you get what I'm saying to you? It's like, if you think you're sick, right? And you now lower your value because someone else says otherwise, just quit the job, don't do it. Do you know what I'm saying to you? The fact of the matter is, right? If you have a desire to do something, you're supposed to do it. It's that simple. It's that simple. And you know what? It's your job to go and seek as much knowledge as humanly possible to aid your journey, right? And then as you're going, right, just Accept all the information. Don't reject information, but then you pick and choose what works for you and what doesn't. Right? Just because it worked for person A, don't mean it's gonna work for me. Do you get what I mean? And that's where you have to learn to disagree. Like that's that's where your voice comes from. Mm-hmm. That all you have is your voice. Once you give that away, you're doomed. You're absolutely doomed.
1: I feel like a lot of people are gonna take a lot from that.
0: Honestly, I mean, hopefully, I mean that's what that's why I would even do anything like this because yeah. I, at the end of the day, I feel like God's blessed me you know, to be able to, you know, experience what I have done, you know, in my short time doing this, do you get what I mean? And and also, I I wasn't one of those people that, you know, was five years old, like, oh my God, I want to make films, do you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly speaking, until I started films like 24, do you know what I mean? I didn't know what the ins and outs of film was until 21, 22, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a late bloomer, do you know what I'm saying? But as soon as I figured out where it was, I just got obsessed. I just want to share man. I'm... I'm not someone who trying to hold stuff to my chest and be the best. I couldn't care less. Do you know what I'm saying to you? is like the more people get the opportunity to tell different stories, the world becomes a better place, man. Do you know what I mean? Like information is beautiful and, and people can do a lot of things with that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm glad I did this. It feels good. Sick.
2: amazing. Nice one. Yeah, man. Well, you? thanks so much. No worries, thanks man. So thanks for bringing thanks me soon. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now then, what's that? <laughs> <laughs>